Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Tony is safe in Israel, and we're probably going to be hear from, hearing from him uh, via some uh, recorded things that he's been doing uh, over the next few days, including uh, later today, which is very exciting. Uh, Hunter Biden testified. And here's my favorite part of this story, by the way. I want to remind everyone that the reason that Hunter Biden said he would not testify behind closed doors uh, to members of Congress is that he couldn't control the narrative. That's what he said when he refused to do it, when he went up in front of reporters just outside of the Capitol building and gave an impromptu interview or whatever you want to call that press conference. That was the strangest thing ever. He said, there's no way that I can trust that I go behind those doors and come out of that without you being lied to and you being told that I said stuff I didn't say. Now, when I peruse media one day after Hunter Biden actually did this, all the left-leading, all the legacy media, all the places out there that you expect have very similar headlines. Uh, the New York Times, he testified, Hunter Biden, and condemned the GOP's case. Uh, there's, there's so many of these. The Hill, Hunter Biden asks, what about Jared Kushner? Um, you have CNN, takeaways from Hunter Biden's closed-door deposition with the House that shows he's innocent basically, is what they're saying there. And, and again, and again, and again, a Politico, Hunter Biden aims for clear rebuke of House GOP impeachment inquiry. Seems like he did just fine trying to control the narrative uh, with the media playing along. However, there are some holdouts. Hunter Biden faces backlash for claiming his father was not involved in his business. That's Fox News. Uh, and that's what actually matters, by the way. And actually, you know what? I'll, I'll take a second before I even really go there. Uh, to just say out loud, because it should be said out loud, that if your dad is so unaware and the Joe Biden we're seeing that's president seems very unaware that you can sell access to him, make money off of it and not even have to give him any. That's actually worse than if he's making money. I'm not saying that I actually believe he didn't make any money off of this, but the lie they're telling actually is more embarrassing for the current president of the United States to be like, what's Hunter up to now? Who is he selling access to? How much money is he making? That's all stuff they're claiming. He just had no idea what was going on. And it's it's amazing. And it's sort of hilarious. Uh, but anyway, Hunter Biden did testify in a closed door. Uh, is there going to be a, a public version of that hearing? Who knows? Uh, we'll see. And how much of the information that was actually gained behind closed doors is going to be valuable? Uh, we'll also see that. Uh, if Hunter Biden lied, which a lot of people think he did, and you can prove he lied, he's going to be in a lot of trouble. And when you actually get to the point where you're getting him in trouble, that's where you get a lot more of the truth. So it's it's a stage thing. It's a it's a step of the process. I did like one question a reporter asked him, even if some people thought it was unfair, because it's it's something I would have yelled if I was standing outside the Capitol uh, Capitol Hill after he uh, wraps up his testimony. And uh, I'll play it for you, and you'll be able to tell what it is. It's that last question. Mr. Biden, was the cocaine at the White House yours? 
We haven't gotten any updates in that for a while. We don't know how the most surveilled building in the entire country uh, wouldn't be able to figure out who dropped cocaine on the floor. But darn it, who knows? It could have been yours. Hopefully that came up at some point behind closed doors too. Uh, One other quick thing. Of course, this is a big story today, and I'll definitely be talking about it a lot. The Trump immunity case will be heard by the Supreme Court, and it is going to have a lasting impact on our country, regardless of what they decide about Trump specifically. Um, And the argument that Trump is making that a president needs presidential immunity in order to do their job is exactly the reason presidential immunity is something that the founding fathers thought of and came up with. It's, It's exactly what it's there for. Now, will it apply? They'll decide. But will they uh, they actually create some sort of long form precedent in which other people wind up getting tried for things because presidential immunity doesn't apply here, doesn't apply there? Essentially, will Democrats regret their change of policy here if they actually succeed themselves? I think the answer is probably yes. So I don't know what we're even cheering for as a country. Do we want presidential immunity or not? Because I would like to know more secrets And if presidential immunity has been used to hide hide other secrets from other presidents, I want to know them now. So I'm I'm, I'm confused as to even what I want to see as the end result there. But all right, on that note, I'll take a break. We got a lot planned for this morning uh, and actually a question I'm going to throw out now and we'll all try to answer it after, after the break. Are we working for free today? It's a leap day. And if you have a salary... I can't figure out if we're all working for free today, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, This is Craig Collins filling in Tony Katz, the morning news, 93 WIBC. Tony Katz, the morning news, 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Matt and Carl hanging out as they do every single morning. I asked the question. I'd love to know the answer. Are we working for free today? It's a leap day. It's an extra day. If you have a salary, I feel like you're working for free. What exactly is a leap day? I've never known. I mean, it, is it coming February? Is it like odd number of years? If the moon's aligned, if there's a so we have a solar eclipse, does that make a leap day? You know? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I know that every four years, February has a 29 in it. And I don't know how that works. I don't know what happens there. <laughs> just add and a so, 29, why not? Right. <laughs> we caught a 29. And actually, I'm just mad because I feel like I deserve extra money. That's all this is about, Matt. I think that if my salary is based on a non-leap year, then a leap year, there should be a little sweet extra cash. Well, yeah, my my thing is, if there's not supposed to be a day here and we're all working, that uh, we should treat it like a holiday, yeah. and uh, we should okay. all get holiday pay. And if you happen to go over forty, well, then everybody gets paid triple. That's there you go. And we also only... just like we half heartedly do it like it's a holiday, right? Yeah, we don't put all the all the effort in today. As a matter of fact, the more we talk, the lazier I get, and the more frustrated <laughs> I get. I'm I'm thinking about getting on Twitter here and staging a walkout. Yeah. You know, yeah, kind of having go. a leap day walkout, have a protest. We we can stop some traffic. <laughs> Um, um, I don't ever encourage that, but if we want to close no. Meridian Street because it's a leap right. day, I'm all for it. Hey, man, we're raising awareness. We're doing what young people all across America are doing for all kinds <laughs> right. of things. And leap day sounds exactly on par with the kind of stuff they care about. I've always wanted a cause, man. Now I have right. one, you know? Yeah. How dare no one get paid on leap day? All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a couple things in this sentence that I never thought I'd say together. And then we're going to decide if it's true or not. So Beyonce has a brand new country song. Uh, Texas Hold'em, I guess, is the name of the song. I love poker, by the way. Haven't heard her song yet. It made number one on the Billboard charts. Some people are saying she stole it from a theme song to a children's show. This is this is a real thing. The children's show is called Franklin. I'm also not really aware of what that is, 
But I do have audio, so we can decide whether or not Beyonce is both a fan of Franklin, the TV show, and if she ripped Franklin off, and if he deserves some sort of, uh, I don't know, residuals or something uh, for her brand new country song. Uh, Let's see this. Uh, Let's go ahead and play. This ain't Texas. Franklin. <laughs> All right, tell me. What's going on? Did she steal it from Franklin? I don't know what the Franklin show is. No, I didn't hear a, a stolen song there. I mean, maybe you have the same chords and the same key there, but I, yeah. I, I didn't hear anything that was stolen, you know? Okay. I, I don't know. And, and do we really need... I've never heard of the Franklin show. What is that? A children's show? It's like or a cartoon. Yes, it's a cartoon? Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's a children's cartoon. Thank you, Carl. I can play it one more time. It's the it's the picking of the um you know the uh why can't it, the banjo that seems to be the issue here. But I don't think they're actually picking the same notes. So we'll we'll decide. Obviously, I need to put this much effort into this. Let's try one more time. This is Beyonce, of course. This ain't Texas. Now, look, if Franklin comes out with a new version of his show in Texas and it starts out with, hey, it's Franklin in Texas, then I'm going to be confused. Then I think it's closer. (laughs) But at least for now, it seems like maybe I don't know. Uh, But it does seem inspired. You know, I wonder if somebody on Beyonce's team who doesn't know country any better than maybe we assume she knows country was asked to help write the song. And they're like, uh, the only thing I got is Franklin. You so know I'm what Franklin start- does? You know what he should do right now? Uh, change his theme song to all the single ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and, and not only, not only do you have your, not only do you have your vindication, but you also uh, have a really, really great opening theme song yeah. to your show. Cause yeah, that is a good well, song. Yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to be spot on. That's what Beyonce did. She changed a little. So all the single Franklins or something. You can do there, man. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. yeah and you just have that. And it's great. Yeah. And he's just the only one. All right. Well, that that's a real thing that's out there in the world. I think actually we can somewhat thank uh, Carl for this topic. Well, because not you me, said, my wife. Okay. My wife is really into this gossip stuff. And she says, no, Beyonce ripped it off. She does. She's sure. <laughs> That's my wife's opinion. Okay. All right. Well, we have one vote there. Uh, one other thing that I saw out there that I'm sure is not good. I'm positive this is a bad thing that happens from time to time. I'll tell you what it is, and you guys decide. Uh, a woman went viral for her mugshot maybe a month ago. Uh, the reason why she went viral is that she's she's attractive. Uh, she actually went viral on something. I think it's like an Instagram page called Mugshot Haughties, which I'm I'm very confused about first and foremost. But she, she went so viral that people just started giving her money. So by the time she got out of jail, which was a few days after the mugshot went viral, she had made like $30,000. So she said thank you to the people that decided to support her because of her attractiveness, even though she was caught shoplifting and doing other stuff. And she said it's going to help change her life. Is it a good thing that society is just handing money to people who just went to jail because they're hot? I have no problems with it at all. And, and my <laughs> reasons are, I, I'm going to tell you, you know, it's $30,000 to get you out of jail, by the way. Just use it to post bond. I mean, sure. Um, 
how people make their money is up to them. And yeah. if if you want to monetize your hotness, who am I to say you can't do that? And who am I to say that that's lazy or not working right. hard? I mean, yeah, some of it, some of the content's really dumb. I mean, I look at reels, and and some it's sometimes it's just because the woman is attractive. I'm not going to lie about that. You know, they're fitness videos, and that's how I do the end around <laughs> on it. But if she's out there. She's making money. People are giving money. What they do with their money, yeah. I, I can't tell them what to do with no. their money because I've done no. some really dumb things with mine in the past. I just feel kind of hypocritical, you know. Just... Abs- no, Matt, I agree with you. Absolutely. I wouldn't tell people what to do with their money. The thing is, it's different than like a person who puts up one of those websites in one of those places and makes money that way. She just got it because people saw her mugshot, thought she was hot, found her on social media and sent her money. Like she didn't proactively ask for it and she got out of jail and found out about it because she wasn't online while she was in prison. So part of me is just thinking like society has gone to a weird place where some dudes out there, I'm not judging, as Matt just said, you can do whatever you want with your money, are not really, I think, you know, uh, confident enough to try to pick up a woman on their own. So they send the mugshot haughty like 20 bucks, and then she's got $30,000 all of a sudden. Hey, I'm one of those dudes, and I'm not sending anybody any money right now. <laughs> um, listen, if, if somebody's doing that, they, they want something in return. They sure. expect something, or there's some sort of glimmer of hope. It's like when you slide into someone's DMs <laughs> that you don't know. You expect some sort of return on your investment yes. of time there, and that's what I want to tell these guys. I want to shake them and be like, she's not into you. Right. She doesn't no. like you. And unless you have $30,000 in your pocket, she's not going to go out with you. Yeah. And, and she's actually. Uh, gonna, it's just the way of the world. I'm sorry, man. That's the way it is. She's actually only really going to hang out with you until the $30,000 is in her pocket. Then Amen. she might leave and do other stuff. Um, I, I do love something you said there, the sliding into the DMs. Because yeah. my favorite is the comment on a picture. Like, not even sliding, out in public version of... Hey, you, what do you want to do sometime? Hang out or something? And it never goes well. It doesn't. It's it's gross. Yeah, it's not the right way to do it. All right, we'll take a break. We'll do a lot more in a bit, but Matt won't. He'll do some. Tony Katz in the morning news, 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Tony is safely in Israel, and we will hear from him a little bit later in the show, which is very exciting. Uh, Mitch McConnell officially announced that he's retiring. He's going to finish out his term, uh, but he will step down as the minority leader or the leader of the Senate for the Republican Party. And he does hope that the person he hands the job to will actually be a majority leader after the 2024 election. Mitch McConnell is not well liked by a lot of conservatives, like a lot of conservatives. Uh, But he has served in his role as the leader of the the GOP in the Senate for quite some time. And he made some comments on Capitol Hill when announcing all this. Uh, So I'm not I'm not trying to like dance on the guys like retirement party or whatever. I don't know. Uh, But I doubt very much that many will be sad to see him go. Here we go. So time rolls on. There'll be a new custodian of this great institution next year. Won't surprise you to know I intend to turn this job over to a Republican majority leader. I have full confidence in my conference to choose my replacement and lead our country forward. Yeah, so he essentially said that it's just time to go. Now, he's also been called Glitch McConnell a lot recently, and that sounds mean or funny to some uh, because he freezes. He just like stops. He pauses mid-sentence in public. Um, He's done it a few times now. 
and just can't seem to finish his words. So he's probably got some sort of health issue uh, that definitely is making this demand for him to step down more important, more necessary uh, immediately. Um, I don't have much to say about Mitch McConnell. I do think that we're seeing this a lot of places right now. Um, we're seeing Ronna McDaniel step down. We're seeing people who who seem to to not desire Trump to be as successful as he is being. Uh, the conservative party is saying who they want to be in charge of the conservative party right now, and it's Donald Trump. And so it seems that some of these these long holdouts, uh, Mitch had actually never actually thrown his support uh, behind Trump this time around. Uh, it seems like they're going away. So I, I feel like that's really the cause of all this and also the the health issues that exist there. Um, but it's it's not it's not quite as shocking as some might say it is. All right. Another story out there that I saw that I couldn't really believe and I just wanted to pass along. Uh, Denver is going to be cutting some city employee hours, some of them all the way down to zero. Uh, the reason for this is that they don't have enough money because they're supporting migrants or illegal immigrants that are living in Denver uh, right now and other places throughout our country. And the easiest thing to say about this topic, the easiest uh, reaction that we should all be having is this is the point of sending individuals that are being allowed into our country and predominantly staying in Texas, sending them other places, putting them on you know, buses or planes or whatever mode of transportation you can get on and sending them to sanctuary cities that no longer think they're sanctuary cities. It's understanding the scope of the problem. And it seems as though nobody really wanted to understand it. They, they loved judging from afar and saying, how dare you want to close your doors? How dare you want to put up a wall? You're disgusting and, and awful and you're not human. And now all of a sudden, as all of these budgets are getting limited and as they're actually reducing the hours of, of American citizens who work for the government in Denver, uh, they're deciding that, you know what, this is bad. We, we should fix this. We should have some sort of resolution here because it's not going to end well to just let it keep going. It's amazing it took this long. And the only reason it's happening at all, again, is because more communities are getting impacted by this. Uh, finally, one last thing is a not a throwaway, but I'll only mention it a little bit here, and we'll talk about it more later on in the show. Not only is Trump going to be fighting his immunity claim in front of the Supreme Court, more states are removing him from their ballot. A judge in Illinois uh, last night decided to remove, remove Trump from the primary ballot there. So all the states that are realizing that this is going to be decided by the Supreme Court, well, uh, this and the immunity case decided by the Supreme Court, are just starting to throw their hat in the ring to be like, well, if they say that this is okay in Colorado or anywhere else, we're going to remove him other places, and that'll be fun for us. So the Supreme Court will have a tremendous impact on this election in multiple ways, and it almost feels like it's inappropriate that it had to get there. Uh, to most of us, and yet it needs to get there because otherwise we don't have a country most of us recognize. All right, we'll take a break. A lot more in a bit. This is Craig Collins filling in. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Thrilled to be with you. Bunch of stuff to talk about. Matt and Carl hanging out as they do every single morning on this show. Uh, it's a leap year. And one of the weirder stories, although it's being called a good news story out there, is that 70 leap day babies are on a cruise together in the Bahamas. I don't know how we find now people that have these like weird um, connections to us. There's actually a group of Craig's on Facebook 
All we have in common is that our first name is Craig. And I remember when I was in college, one of the Craigs threw a Craig party and invited all the Craigs on Facebook to go to his house. Uh, I didn't go. I, I didn't think that that was a smart decision to make. But they, they, this is a real thing now that happens where like odd communities come together. And I guess in the case of, of the Leap Babies, they're all on a cruise together. I'm organizing a community for people that got kicked out of Purdue University in 1998. <laughs> and we are all going to uh, get together and uh, recreate some of our behaviors that got us kicked. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, it, it was so what? Everybody just gets together and says, um, hey, we're late babies. We have something yeah. in common and we have a special bond because we were born on a day that doesn't exist. Right. Okay. We're born on a day that mostly we can't get to celebrate as a birthday. Actually, I think I have audio of some of the Leap Babies on the cruise talking about the cruise. We can listen to that. We have this opportunity. We're going to celebrate a unique birthday with 69 or 70 other people celebrating on the exact same day. So this is fun. This is exciting. Oh, there yeah. seems to be uh, a similarity of leapers, and I'm starting to see that. They're, 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 they're happier. They're, they're more, oh. I don't know if you'd say aggressive, but, the, but oh. they just love life and and embrace it a little bit more leapers love life and they embrace it a little bit more what do you think of that okay you might be stretching a little bit there um (laughs) (laughs) we have similarities because we're all born on the same day in a leap year um or not leap year i still don't know what a leap year is or a leap day every Uh, four years every four years we get okay all right i'll forget in a second i can't i can't do the math for some reason but um what we have this commonality because we were born on the same day our moods are the same and we smile more at everything and when the moon is crescent waning we all bark at the moon and somebody starts i i it just seems like you're trying to create but at the end game i mean everybody's having fun and going on a cruise i can't get mad at them about that you're finding a way to celebrate so go do that live life love your life yellow or whatever and honestly we can we can find more groups of unique people that could all get together like this woman who uh was in a naked fight on a beach um, she was the one who was naked, <laughs> by the way. Nobody else was. This was on Venice Beach. I think I have some audio of this, too. Uh, the naked woman ended up fighting a clothed woman, which I actually I've said on a bunch of different platforms, a radio for sure, that the most intimidating thing to me would be to fight someone who decided to strip. Not not somebody much stronger than me, but somebody <laughs> naked. I wouldn't want that fight at all. I would definitely want to not be a part of it. And I don't know what that is, but it feels more intimidating, even if they were like a little dude. Well, they were, if they're you know, taking off their clothes before a fight, that may um, <laughs> that may indicate right. that they're that something's not uh, that the gears might be stripped a little bit. Right. So, um, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't want to be in anything like that. So, I actually yeah. feel really bad for cops when they got to get a naked guy out of some place. Oh, good when Lord. They, God yeah, when they get him. that call. But here's some audio of a woman fighting another woman with no clothes on. Let's go! We are out of here. This is crazy. All right, the audio is not as good if you can't see the video. I'm going to immediately right. admit that. Uh, but they're dropping stuff, they're fighting, and uh, it all goes crazy. They, it, what, it, one of them has like a club. That's yeah. that's the thing. Okay, yeah. Oh yeah, a medieval-looking spiked club yeah, is what it was. Sexiest fight with morning stars I've ever seen. So you know. <laughs> By the way, Bravo if you're working the bar on Venice Beach and a woman walks up wearing some amount of clothing and carrying a medieval-looking spiked club, do you think, like, the day's going to go well? Or do you think that some bad stuff's going to happen at some point? I'd marry her. Um, <laughs> right there, I'd say. <laughs>
<laughs> See, you're the one for me, baby. Yeah, you're you're my type. I finally found you after wow. all this time. No, it's um, yeah. What what do you do? I mean, you handle it professionally. I, I yes. mean. But, but what do you do? I mean, what is she doing with the club? Is she doing work? I, I mean, you can't just immediately call the police, right? I mean, <laughs> what, it, it, it's like she has the club. You know, is she waving it to somebody? Is she? I, there's lots I gotta there. say, Matt Bear, I love the fairness of you. I love that if you see someone walk in with a medieval weapon, you're like, well, it could be for a reason. Like, she, she has work she might be up to. There's something she might be doing. Maybe she just came from a renaissance fair. I don't know. Right? I don't want to jump to conclusions here. Man, I, I came up in a small town. We used to have things like that around there, you know? I mean, and, and they were cool. They were fun. I love this kind of stuff. All right. You know, so, so you know, I want to give the Matt Bear, Matt Bear the bouncer, are you, you're not worried when you see the club. Are you worried when she starts getting naked? Are you like, well, maybe she's got something going on there where she's got to take those clothes off? Uh, if I'm a bouncer at a club, then and she's getting naked, I'm guessing she's part of the entertainment. That, that would be... <laughs> You know. All right, so it's only the fighting when you're actually throwing the, the her out. The fighting's got to go. It's miserable yeah. for the other customers. It's bad yeah. for business. We're not Makes doing Makes sense. It. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw this. A girl went viral on social media. I'm not really going to play the audio. She's just sort of pretending to do uh, the customer. But she's at Starbucks. The customer walks in and asks for water and then gives her her own cup from home. And when the Starbucks employee gives it back... The woman seems to get mad because she doesn't get a quarter as well because you get a discount when you bring in your own cup and a water is free. So the customer wanted a, a quarter along with the water because she thought she had earned it by bringing in her own cup and then ordering something that was zero cents. I love the thought process there and the idea that one woman is going Starbucks to Starbucks trying to make her living one quarter at a time. Uh, it's better than a credit card scam. I mean, at least she's not doing that. She's not ordering. Right. <laughs> I've seen a Ponzi scheme the rest of, for the rip the rest of us off. So you know, yes. what I mean, I'm okay. It's, she was irate when she wasn't getting rung in, so that they could do the minus twenty five and then get to a negative twenty five amount and pull a quarter out of the drawer. She was so mad at that, according to the woman who went viral. And I just love it because it's like I planned this all out and I'm waiting for my money, and you're not doing the part that I planned. It's just a genius scheme unhatched right there. <laughs> Bravo All right. for uh, one, yeah. one last one, just real quick. Uh, there is a list now that's going viral online of healthy drinks that people can drink if you, quote, hate water. I, I don't know why people hate water. Do you know why people hate water, Matt? Because there's no flavor. You hate water? Uh, no, I don't hate water. I, I dated a woman who hated water. She wouldn't drink water. I, I would make her like this very nice tall glass of ice water, and she wouldn't drink it because she See, hates there, water. I, this I was is offended. the thing I don't my, – my brother hates lettuce, and I also feel like that has almost no taste. Like, no, how can you hate a no taste? Well, you could I mean, be indifferent. It's interrupting your day. I mean, <laughs> you could put that <laughs> – you could put something there that has so much more value to you. Sure. So, yeah, I get it. So I much mean. more deliciousness. Well, apparently the best things to replace uh, water with, if you hate water, are herbal teas, those with out caffeine so you're not hopped up on caffeine all the time coconut water is an option here i don't think that's going to win people over milk other stuff that really doesn't seem to matter